Welcome to Are We Pretty, a podcast dedicated to highlighting all things drag. I'm Annalie Duchet. And this is Annalie Duchet. Whether you're a fan of drag, a full-time queen, or just a basic bitch, Miami has not done this in a minute and I forgot the words. This is the show for you. Each episode is crammed packed with drag news, exclusive interviews, and a weekly topic that'll leave you gagging for more. This week, we do a backflip into our special guest, Miss Canna Bliss Thorns. So get ready to get into it. This is Always Pretty. Wow. <laughs> I have to drama. tell you, I have to say, I don't feel pretty at all um, for the fans, because we have so many of you. It's wild. It's ridiculous. Listen um, to this ASMR. This is me what? trying to put my phone on the stand. Oh, go I ahead. Yeah. Let's listen to this. Go ahead. Oh, sh- okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hello. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. Oh my god, this is really embarrassing. Can we get it together? Okay. Hello? Wow, incredible. Um, I feel how that sounded. I feel like shit. I feel I feel disgusting. Um, how are you feeling? You know, I am feeling amazing. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling the exact opposite of you because there can't be two Debbie Downers today. Oh, thank you. Um yeah, you're going to be, I don't know, I can't think of anything. Amanda Upper? Ulysses S. Grant Uppers. Yes. <laughs> well, um, what's going on? Why, why are you feeling um, down in the dooms? I think it's several things. One, are you ready? Are you ready for my list? Are you ready? Yeah, go are ahead. I feel terrible. Um, so one, ever since war ended i've just gone into this deep state of depression because i don't have any creative outlet and so because i have nothing else to do i'm just eating i'm just eating all the time you're um, about collecting rocks you can like do these little there's this little app thing where you like go around and you find little rocks that people leave around no i'm just gonna keep eating that sounds better um but i feel <laughs> and i just have not been getting a lot of sleep either so like i've been going to bed like i don't know like midnight or a little bit after and then i have to wake up at like six in the morning well girl um, that's some bullshit because yesterday we were supposed to film this shit and you said girl i'm going to bed yeah so going to bed for me looks like laying in the bed for a moment and then eventually falling asleep i will say last night i did fall asleep a lot earlier than normal because i have not been sleeping a lot Actually, today I took a three-hour nap. Yeah, I feel like every time I take a nap, it just fucks my sleep schedule over. Like, yeah. the last time I took a nap was a couple months ago, and then I stayed up for the next month straight until, like, four in the morning. Well, um, now that war's over, what have what have you been doing? Have you been uh, anything exciting going on in the world of your world? You know, war is very mentally taxing and financially taxing. Oh, my um, God. So I've just been trying to relax and chill and take it easy these next couple weeks because before you know it the next season will be here and i'll have to turn more looks so uh for anyone that's coming to the shows for the next eight weeks if you see me in some costumes that you've seen before and also yeah i am very sad that i'm not going to be here anymore for war um i think i'll be Sure. Yeah. I think I'll be here for the first episode um, for the, for the first episode of the season four. Yeah. It's been a while since we've potted, since we've talked to each other. And I feel like this moment is just for us to kind of catch up and figure out what's going on in each other's lives. Um, yeah. So yeah. Let's, let's talk about Walmart. Let's talk about, let's talk about the garbage place that is Walmart. What, what do we need to know? 
Okay, so for um, a little bit of backstory, okay. before we started filming, we were talking shit about Walmart. Let yeah. me explain something to y'all. We, to anyone that works we, at Walmart that can pass this message up, just know, bitch, I mean every word. I want you to know right now. I'm about to I'm about to be serious. Girl, why the fuck are y'all not open 24-7? Can somebody please answer this question for me? This is some bullshit. I hate going to Walmart during the day. Do you ever like go grocery shopping at like noon? Um, on like a Sunday, you might catch me in a grocery store at like noon. But here's the thing. Actually, on a Sunday, it's good because everybody else is like at church. So there's not a lot of people at a grocery store. Here's my thing. I just hate crowds. I'm not outside of doing drag. Like I hate being in public. I miss the days of being able to go to Walmart and get my shit at four in the morning when no one is there. Who thought it was a good idea to say, oh, you know what? All the people that go to Walmart at four in the morning when no one's there, let's force them to go to Walmart with everyone else by lowering the amount of time you can go to Walmart during. So all the people, sick or not, were going to Walmart at the same fucking time because they got rid of the 24-hour schedule. Whoever did this, uh, Wally Walmart, bitch, I'm coming for you. Wally Walmart. Yeah, I I do want to say we have to, I mean... Working is hard, and I personally but don't. Slaying want, is harder. I don't want anyone to be at Walmart working more than they have to be. So I'm not on your team, Miami. I'm team workers, and I want them to go home. Girl, I'm team workers too. That's not what I'm saying. Walmart could pay the girls. Why is <laughs> you know what <laughs> they, they could? They they that it should be like an overtime moment. They have Why the is money. Walmart not paying the girls pay the girls and let me go to walmart at four in the morning <laughs> i'm just yeah. imagining seeing like drag queens and drag kings working at walmart at four in the morning no because that's the that's the goal right. I, here's the thing bitch look up how much walmart made this year look up the fiscal the fiscal earnings hey okay. yes fiscal earnings for the four quarters how much did walmart make in 2021 I'm about to oh my god. Okay, hold the fuck up. Are you ready for this? Yeah, hit me with it. Okay, hold up. This is according to supermarketnews.com. I have not looked at how reliable the source is, uh, but according to this, it said full year 2022. Rev- Wait, 2022. Okay, it says the revenue. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I, I need to make sure that things are correct. The number is so big, she's getting flustered. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Okay, it says the revenue came in at $572.75 billion, which is up 2.4% from the previous fiscal year. So they made previously $559.15 billion. So they're making billions and billions of dollars. And I can assure you that a lot of that is not going to the workers. Girl, no, none of it is. Are you crazy? Look up, look up, look up the uh, the wage of a, a person, an employee at Walmart. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, the average Walmart cashier sells out. Bitch, Walmart is about to fucking come glock us. Okay, um, get ready to glock. Average Walmart cashier sells hourly pay in Arkansas is approximately 11 measly fucking dollars. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 11? Here's, okay. 
Let me take my glasses off. Here's the thing. If at the end of any, it doesn't matter where I work. Uh, if, I, if I'm teaching, if I'm at um, a drag show, if I'm, uh, if I'm working at Walmart, if at the end of 60 minutes of my life of working, you handed me over $11, I'm going to be pissed. And it seems cute and whatever, because at the end you get like a bigger check. So it's like, oh, okay, it's worth it. But $11 an hour, 11 Here's the thing, bitch, I could not work at Walmart because the second they hand me $11 an hour, I'm going to shit in one of the aisles and walk out. Okay. I'm going to shit in one of the aisles and walk out. Wally Walmart, if you're listening, do not hire Miami Rose. She will shit in the aisles. Who's but like, do hire, her? do hire some people to work the night shift so that I can go to Walmart <laughs> at four in the morning and pay them some goddamn money. What would that look like? It's over five hundred billion. Girl, that, the drag would be sickening. <laughs> uh, yep. Wow. You have a lot of fun. <laughs> um, a lot of fun. God. Anyways, there's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's not enough, actually. Yeah. Doesn't it wow. piss you off that we didn't invent that? Sometimes <sighs> I think about it. Like, also sometimes I think about like hitting the lottery. Like, what would I do if I hit the lottery? You know, like how, because I hear all these stories about people that like hit the lottery and then it's gone within like a couple years because they don't know how to like maintain that amount of wealth. Yeah, me. <laughs> and yeah, no, I feel like I'd be the same way. So like one, I hate that I wasn't born into this legacy of, of Walmart people. And two, um, <laughs> even if I was, bitch, I guess it's meant to be. It's It's not meant to be because if I owned Walmart, bitch, I wouldn't very long. Here's the thing. I need Walmart to do an offshoot of like specific, like it's specific drag stuff. Like it's stuff for drag. You know what? I take everything I said about Walmart back. I'm taking it back. Walmart, if you're listening, please sponsor us. We will come <laughs> and do a photo shoot. We will do it for $11. <laughs> right. And we will work at four in the morning. One time. Work with an E. Work with an E. One time. Wow. Well, speaking of working, we are going, wait. This next diva did work at Walmart for a second. Anyway. Oh, she um, and, she, and she works. And she, she works. Um, that's where she learned how to get her backflip. <laughs> Speaking of divas, we are going to welcome this next diva out. She comes all the way from the next segment of the episodes. So make sure you listen to the commercials. Her name is Cannibalist Thorns. We are so excited to talk to her. Are you ready, bitch? I don't remember what we talked to her about. So, yeah, I'm ready to... <laughs> I'm ready to hear this again. It'll be like the first time. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm going to go clock in to my shift. Yeah, and I am going to clock out of life because I'm over it. I'm over it. Period. Are you a hella good entertainer? Are you an everyday hella fabulous person? Then you need Hella Wigs. Hella Wigs is owned and operated by the beautiful Ella Rosa. She creates custom wigs that can be styled or unstyled, and they are hella fierce. I'm actually wearing the Miss Lily right now. She's the new Hella Wig custom unit. It's 200% density, permatease for volume, fully synthetic, and she has a single knotted widow's peak to give you a realistic hairline. So if you want a wig, that is hella gorgeous contact ella on facebook or instagram at hella wigs that's h-e-l-l-a-w-i-g-z links can be found in the description of this episode 
Fuck Miami. Have you heard about Profanity Cosmetics? No, bitch. I haven't. What's Profanity Cosmetics? Well, Profanity Cosmetics is a queer-owned and operated cosmetics company based out of Vermont. They have eyeshadows, lip gloss, and some of the fucking sickest glitter I have ever seen. You've got to be shitting me. I'm not. But the owner, Lucy for Matrix, even donates a portion of all proceeds to queer-based charities, such as the Marsha P. Johnson Institute, the Alifornia Center, and Rainbow Railroad. No fucking way. So how can I find this bitch? Well, you can find Lucy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lucy Fur Matrix. You can also find their products on Facebook, Twitter, and even TikTok at I Love Profanity. You can also check out their Instagram at profanity.cosmetics. All those links can be found in the description of this episode. Make sure to check out Profanity Cosmetics, cosmetics you can swear by. All righty, everyone. Welcome back from that break. Um, I hope you are so ready to hear. Uh, did, did you hear that? Or tor- a tornado is coming, Miami. Do you hear the tornado coming? Oh my God, another one. Well, uh, we have the, I don't, I don't, we should come up with like a, a name for her. The tornado from, the the tornado from Arkansas. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Not this. No, no, no. We were supposed to leave the tornado in 2021. God damn it. God damn it. Well, in any case, we have the incredibly, the incredibly talented, the gymnast herself, Miss Cannabis Thorns. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I really love that whole um, gymnast. I'm loving that title. Yeah, okay. you are a Olympic gold medalist too. I've heard. Um, mm, mm. gold medalist of uh, hitting myself. Yes. Do you have like any formal training in dancing or gymnastics or anything, or is everything that you do just uh, self-taught? Um, it's mostly self-taught. I somewhat have a dance background. I was on a somewhat dance crew with me and my friends and my cousins and a few kids from school. We had a little dance crew that we got together, and we just would go to around the parks and to like, I mean, we did like a small, small performance for like a nursing home in my hometown. So I had that. I was a cheerleader for maybe a year. Other than that, I think it's everything else is self-taught. Work. Well, um, thanks for coming on the pod where we are talentless. We were never on a cheer squad. Uh, we certainly never performed for, for old people because they wouldn't let us in. <laughs> Yeah, you're too pretty for them. Speaking of pretty, I want to know, <laughs> I want to know, how did you get into drag? How'd you find yourself doing this art form? So I, my start in drag, um, I just went to a drag show with one of my long, long ago exes, and it was one of the best things. It was a show at Cregan's in Jonesboro, and it was Athena Sinclair McKenna Michaels was there, and I don't remember the other two because I guess, you know, memory suck. But <laughs> I just remember being there, and it was one of the most magical nights for me. And then maybe two or three months later, going into the winter season, my um, childhood best friend's mother took me to a drag show with them, which was at Godsey's in Jonesboro. And that's where I met the dolls, the lovely goddesses. Miami, Sasha, Mariah, and Summer. And 
And then I think I was going, I was going to every drag show. I was there every Saturday for like, maybe like two or three months after that. And then I was coming a little bit more out of my shell. And so I finally decided to start trying to do makeup. There was one show that I got, we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about how much I drank, but let's just say I was not in a good, good, good state. And I was just dancing after the show because you all, you never kicked me out ever. Because I was friendly. I was always helpful. You just never kicked me out. And I'm fine with it. And then Sasha saw me dancing. She asked me if I wanted to try letting her put me in drag. And since, of course, she was doing the makeup and not me to go in public, I'm absolutely fine with it. Because Lord knows I didn't know what I was, what I was doing. But um, from there, it's just been taking what spots I can get, I guess. Yeah. So Miss um, Cannibalis is one of our Jonesboro sisters. Um, I remember, I don't know if I was like there for your first performance, but I definitely remember early Cannibal. Were you going by Cannibalist then? Or were you, you were, you had another name, right? In those days, I was actually Karma Susage. That's right. You were Karma. No, that bitch. <laughs> that was before she started smoking. <laughs> Speaking of smoking, how did you get your, your drag name Cannibalist? Is it from oh. smoking? Um, a little bit. Yes, actually. So of course, cannabis is cannabis. As much as it's taken over my life, I guess I took that L, so I added it in there. <laughs> and then thorns is actually just from my favorite strain, which is called 11 Roses. And so there she goes. And she do go. For those of y'all that don't know, Canna is the dancing diva of Jonesboro. This bitch will flip, dip, cartwheel, triple axle, back handspring into a split, off the stage, down the stairs, and back up them. It's wild. I do highly encourage you to go and watch this bitch perform live or look her up. You have you have TikTok, right? I think I've seen you post on TikTok your dances, correct? I need to do more videos, but yeah, it'd be just blissed orange, I think. Yeah, y'all go look on TikTok and go watch this bitch dance. I, I do want to know, when you do those dances, is it any is there any rehearsal to that, or do you just go into it crazy? Um, Honestly, Almost every single time I pick my song the day before the show and I just go out there and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to wear this. I'm going to put these shoes on and let's just have a good time. Yeah, honestly, whenever I watch you perform, the thing I'm very nervous for is your shoes because I'm like, those hoes are about to snap off and fly into someone's eye. Yeah, you are very, very... um, it, it's very amazing to watch you perform because I mean, you just, you start at a hundred and then you end at like 5,000. It is wild, <laughs> but it's so, so, so good. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Also, what's really great about Kenna is much like, much like us, uh, you have also found your way into the Memphis scene and you've been performing there um, as well. Uh, tell us about that. How did you like? How did you get into? How did you get into the Memphis scene? Um, going to Memphis, man. What was that like? It's been so long now. <laughs> um, I think it was about a year or so ago. It was maybe the start of summer in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. But it was the start of summer, and I remember getting a message from Bella Duval. She was asking if I wanted to be a tip spot because. She had seen a video that I posted on YouTube, which was like maybe a 30, 40 second clip of me dancing. 
And it was the most outrageous thing I've ever seen. Because <laughs> once again, like we said, um, I'm basically, basically am the tornado. <laughs> and I was just flipping, twirling. I was spinning, went into a high kick and went into the split. So she asked if I would come down there. And I went down there to do, I think it was Run the World that I did first. And everybody in the crowd had just I had one girl come up to me and she was just like I have never seen anything like that before basically any shows that Bella asked me to do I'm there yeah we don't we don't say no to Bella around here um (laughs) we say yes please yeah uh that's really great because it there from the first story of like you getting in like the first time you got into drag to finding your way into the Memphis scene it sounds like there's some parallels there because someone was watching you perform and they were like I gotta have her. I got she she needs to be a performer in drag. She's, she's an I need her. Um, and actually, you know, this is kind of a nice segue because we are here to continue to talk about uh Cannibalis being the stunt queen that she is. Now, before we press record, you were telling us about um, you know, maybe some of the 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 health issues that come along with uh twirling around in the way um, that you uh tell us a little bit about that what what how has this impacted your health and like what what's going on there well as far as health would go um physically I'm a good 83 year old woman who is currently just hoping she can breathe right hoping she can walk again without the walker and without having to be held up (laughs) I have that problem it's harmful dangerous gross disgusting and should never be promoted Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Have you ever like hurt yourself doing stunts and stuff? Oh yeah. Um, every time I get jump off the stage, if I'm on my knees when I hit the ground, most likely I'm not walking for the next two days. I will limp, but I'm not going to walk. I want to know um, how you mentally prepare yourself to like jump off the stage. Cause let me tell you all right now, for someone like me, I have this thing called not being talented and it, <laughs> keeps me from being able to throw my body off of an eight foot platform onto a concrete. I would like to know, uh, how do you mentally psych yourself up to, to do that kind of stuff? Well, you see, the trick is you just do it. Like I said, I don't plan anything. I'm just out here. I'm just having a good time. And honestly, when I'm out there on a Saturday night and I'm going at 320 beats per minute to a song with heavy bass and I am just hitting choreo, I'm hitting every beat. As soon as I take a turn to the right spot, I'm going to do a flip somewhere. You know, it's just in that cheerleading nature. And whenever it comes out, it's coming out big and heavy. So sometimes I'll just be on the stage. I'll be dancing. I'll forget I'm on the stage and I'll just go to flip. And I'm just like, oh, hey, there's the ground. I guess let me turn this way. <laughs> what is um? What is like one of your go-to stunt stunts that you do? I mean, you do so much. But like, what is something that you really enjoy doing? Ooh, something, ooh, something I enjoy. Uh, <laughs> so it's hard because it's like, what do, do I enjoy hurting myself this much? Do I really? <laughs> the answer is yes. But um, a good cartwheel in the middle of an eight count, you know, that's always a go-to just because it's easy. Cartwheel was the very first trick, I'll call it, that I've ever learned how to do. So a cartwheel can come out of anywhere. Um, lately I've been doing the instant death drops and I've gotten pretty good at them. I used to have to only do like the three point 
where you kick, kick, and then you turn into this route. But something I'm going to try to bring, and I'm going to try to make it a signature, because I did it during um, one number, was I did a high kick, and then I jump as my foot hits the ground into a handstand. And from the handstand, I will spread my legs, I do a spread eagle, and then land into the split from the eagle. Yeah, this sounds like a bunch of math and science. This is wild. Um, I want to know, do you have any like advice for someone like me or Annalie? How um, can we get into this moment of being able to do all these stunts? Like, are there stretches we need to be doing? Is there like a routine that you do? What do we need to do to prepare ourselves to become dancers like you? Definitely stretch. A lot of stretching. A whole lot of stretching. And me personally, I have a bad problem of like, I get really hot while I'm dancing and I get overheated. So definitely want to stay hydrated. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Because I have done that more than once more than a thousand times where I try to do something because I think it's going to look good or I think it's going to be really, really cool. It's going to make me some money. And then I end up um, spraining my knee, hence the crutches in the background. As for somebody starting out dance-wise, my good ground for that, I just think of my body as a box, you know? I'm just hitting my points on my box. That's about the best advice I can give. Yeah, I... I'm glad that you said something about stretching because um, I don't know if you know, but we really like to stretch our holes on this podcast. Oh. Um, it's one of our favorite pastimes. Yeah, get into it. Yeah. Um, I do have uh, another question, and then I think maybe we could transition to the to the listener question. Um, okay. Oh shit! I lost. Oh shit! What was oh. I going to ask? What was I going to ask? Incredible. I can't. <laughs> um, I, I forgot what the question that I was going to ask. It, I, it was something about I don't remember gymnastics or something. Um, but I guess the, the question that I could ask right now is um, what do you see the future for cannabis? Like what's, is there anything that we could look forward to? Anything that you want to see happen with mm. canna? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Honestly, I have been thinking about this for a while uh, just because I want so many things. Um, part of me wants to try and get into a possible acting situation, maybe. She might start a little uh, web series, might have to get a few people on board for that, but it's definitely been an idea. I've had ideas of wanting to start a, some sort of online dance class. I could possibly give people some step-by-step instructions, just some choreography for a specific song. And, you know, and of course, with my type of dancing, it's going to be a workout, so people would love it, you know? Other than that, I'm just trying to stay booked and... <laughs> happy at this point that's all I want put me in a show make me happy <laughs> yeah I have to say in terms as far as like content and creating it I something that I think me and Miami quickly came to find because we had been planning this podcast for months before we actually even did anything um and my advice to you would be to just do do it just do something record one thing do it, release it, see how you feel about it, you mess up. 
do it again. Yeah, I agree. And if you do decide to do it, my advice would be to make a plan. You could you could film like maybe a couple episodes, have it like ready to go, a couple different things, and then um, like get on a schedule. I think that'd be a great a great thing for you to do. I would definitely join in and uh, participate because I would love to learn how to do more than that fucking donkey kick that all the drag queens do. <laughs> uh, we are going to donkey kick into the break. And when we come back, we are going to be discussing the listener questions. I'm so excited to get into these. Yeah, that was a good fucking segue, bitch. I know. Um, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's so upsetting. Do you love Are We Pretty? Is a weekly dose just not cutting it? Well, we have news for you. Are We Pretty presents the War of the Roses review, now on Wednesdays. Tune in weekly as we dive into all things War of the Roses. Each week, we'll be breaking down the performances, critiquing the runways, spilling exclusive tea, and giving the divas our dooms and blooms. So whether you're a War of the Roses mega fan or just a pretty bitch, the War of the Roses review is the moment. On Wednesdays, it's time for war. See you there, bitch. Stay pretty. Stay pretty. We all like a little bit of honey. And thankfully, Honey Buns Boutique is here to leave you dripping in bold bling for bold bitches. Based in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Honey Buns Boutique is a queer-owned business that makes jewelry and bling for drag artists and other fabulous people. Brooklyn Bissette designs custom earrings, jewelry sets, and even bow ties, which can all be worn by every guy, gal, and non-binary pal. So, if you're looking for something a little sweet to accessorize your fashion, contact Brooklyn and make sure to follow Honey Buns Boutique on Facebook. That's H-U-N-N-Y-B-U-N-Z Boutique. Links can be found in the description of this episode. Wait, what, what, what was just said? I asked if anybody wanted to fix my wigs. They get thrown to me, so, you know. I love <laughs> this wig you're wearing. Don't ask me to fix my wig. Thank you so much. Yeah, Annalise's wig, right? Look at Annalise's wig. It's just terrible. My God. Get you a better view of it. Look, and she's so lovely. Ooh. I, it's a double stack, y'all. It's a double stack, a blonde, wavy moment. Very pretty, very sculpted. And the yes. makeup is right, too. You look great. Thank you. Oh you God. are giving podcast pussy. Oh. <laughs> Speaking yes. of podcast pussy, um, we are going to be jumping into these questions. It's going to be sick. I'm so excited to answer these. Annalie, do you want to read the first one? Yeah. Um, so here we go. What's one song that you've always wanted to perform in drag, but haven't yet? And why? That's a loaded question. Honestly, there are so many. Most of the time, I'm going to think of a song, but most of the time when I don't perform it, it is because it's probably like a dance song. Like, a song where I am required to do some dancing and stunts. Cascada. <laughs> and I can't do them. I can't dance. So I'm not going to perform them because otherwise I'm just going to look stupid. You know, you said Cascada and there is a song by her that I really, really want to do. Um, Pyromania. It is such a Ooh. good song i love pyromania that's not the that's not that's not the song for the answer though um i'm gonna need a second i don't know but just know that the reason why i'm not performing whatever song it is it's because i cannot dance thank you 
The song I want to perform but I haven't done yet is Say Yes by Michelle Williams. It's the when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. <laughs> I've been wanting to do that song for so long, but I want to make like a mix of it where it's just like random sound clips whenever it's when Jesus say, and it'll just go into like a random sound bite. But I'm the reason I haven't done it is because I'm too fucking lazy to make a mix. It's because um, you know you're gonna go all out. It's because you know. R- Exactly. I have to really put the work in. Speaking of putting work in, Annalie, do you have your answer? I don't I don't have a song still in my mind because there's just so many. Like they're all dancing numbers too. A ballad that I really want to do is I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. But I I cannot walk in, I can't walk slow. That's not a thing that happens for me. Slow motion just isn't it, unless it's a forced slow motion. But my dance number that I want to do. Probably the cha-cha slide. And honestly, I want to drag it up, basically. And I want to do the cha-cha slide as I would do it. The reason I have it is because I know people are going to come on the floor. And I'm not trying to give nobody a hitch kick to the forehead. You should do the cha-cha slide, but you remix it to where the whole time it just says slide to the left. (laughs) Or the whole time it's just everybody clap your hands. Everybody (laughs) clap your hands. Every time you tap your hand. <laughs> I would love. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm sorry to the to to the listeners. I don't I can't answer this question because I just I I'm, my brain has farted. But again, I want to say that the reason why is because I can't dance. Thank you. Well, speaking of farting, this next question is sure to ruffle up a big fart. Um, it reads, Who do you think? is the next big thing in the local drag scenes. One from Arkansas and one from Memphis. What do y'all think? Define next big thing. So like probably like the next rising star, the next next person to like do something really big in the scene. I honestly don't know. I don't know very many Memphis queens other than the ones I perform with. I've got some answers. I've got, I've got two. So from Memphis, honestly, ev- look, everyone in Memphis is like truly everyone there is stellar, like really. There's a lot of amazing talent in Memphis. But one person right now that is coming up for me is Ariella Da Vinci. I mean, she is, yes. she's got so many, so many like shows at different places. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not stopping. Her lives are, look, if y'all have not watched any of Ariella's lives, you need to go watch her lives. She is wild. She is crazy. Um, she's also like performing in a bunch of different states. She's got things planned and going. So like she's, I think she's, she's already like a big thing, but I don't know. I feel, She's definitely one to watch. And then from Arkansas, duh, Miami Rose. Oh, duh. Thank you. He thank is about to go. That. Yeah. I don't know when this is coming out, but Nationals is coming up for Miami or maybe has already happened by the time this came out. I don't really know. Um, but you know, I think there's a, there's a lot of really great things on the horizon for Miss Miami Rose. So that's those are my answers. Well, thank you so much. Oh my God, I love um, attention. So that really gave me the mind boner that I needed. I think for me, um, someone from Arkansas that I think is a rising star, I've talked about it on the pod already, but Classy Jean Couture. I mean, she just started drag, but like popping off so good at drag already. And I cannot wait to see what she does next. And Memphis... There is one queen in Memphis who holds my heart. I think she is so talented and I cannot wait to see what she does next. Every time she steps on the stage, I'm shook. It's Zoe Adams. I mean, come on. She's talented. She, wait, I have, a, I have a sound effect for it. Hold on. Where is it? Let me, you know, Lady Gaga, uh, come in. Come into the room. I had to find it. 
talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid to reference or not reference, put it in a blender, shit on it, vomit on it, eat it, give birth to it. I mean, come on. She's perfection. She is beautiful. She is talented. She is a dancer. She's also a wonderful carrier of emotion. She's been posting pictures of her food that she cooks. She can also cook. I know. I'm like, bitch, um, can I have a fucking takeout box, please? It looks so good. Uh, But let me say this about Zoe. Zoe is not the next big thing. She is the big thing. She is the thing right now in Memphis. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love her so much. So uh, make sure you guys go back and listen to Zoe's episode, by the way. She's been on the show. So good. So funny. And I just, I love her so much. Well, y'all took my answers of Zoe and Classy. So those are my answers, Zoe and Classy. Classy, I've known since we were in high school together. And they have always been talented, have always just had big ideas, big plans, and have always been able to execute them. So I know that they're going to do some good stuff. Yeah, Classy. Um, interesting fact. Um, I, <clears throat> I forgot how this, it came about, but I ended up finding out that I actually work with Classy's like, like stepmom. I love that. Is crazy. And she's actually from like this area. Um, she's also moving to California, which like go classy. Congratulations to the move. I think that's really, really incredible. Um, I'm super jealous and take me with you. And my final words to classy are book me. Um, speaking of getting books, Annalie, would you like to book this next question? Yes, let's book it. Um, so here we go. If you, if you could guarantee one thing to happen to you this year, what would it be and why? Not one guarantee. Okay, here, here's my guarantee. I am going to win a fucking competition. It is in the stars for me. I don't care if it's a bar situation. I don't care if it's a pageant. I want to win something and I'm going to make it happen. Okay, Thank I'm going to help. Yeah, get into it. <laughs> I think for me, okay, so this might be TMI, but I don't care. I have what's known as drag foot. I have a drag toenail. And this bitch is on her last leg. She's been literally hanging on by a thread for months, months. And I can't fix it. I don't know. I don't know what to do for her. Like at this point, she needs to start paying rent because she will not leave. I'm hoping that this year the toe figures it out because at this point I've given up. I'm leaving it to my foot to figure it out. And I apologize to any drag queen that has ever been in a dressing room with me that has seen the foot I know it's a jump scare. I know it's scary. I've tried painting the toe. It doesn't paint. It doesn't take paint. Um, it absorbs the paint and it just turns it this mustard color. I, I, it's disgusting and I don't know how to fix it. I'm going to therapy over it. I've been working on it. I've been working on myself and I, I don't know. Maybe I should put my foot in drag. Maybe that's what it's missing. You know, that's what it is. Get your foot Start OnlyFans. Start in OnlyFans. I don't think anyone wants to see my foot on OnlyFans. It's like, okay, you know, you know, the, the movie, The Ring, when you answer the phone and you die in seven days, that's my OnlyFans when the foot pops up on the screen. It's very <laughs> that. My foot pops up and it says, you're going to die in seven days. It's very that. So yeah, if anybody um, is a foot doctor or a, a hair and nail doctor, girl, please contact us via the pod email or on my personal uh social media and let me know what the fuck i need to do to fix this bitch because she needs help 
I don't know. One guarantee? You know what? I'm going to guarantee that I am not going to let anybody get to me. I am not going to get upset by anything. Nothing will bother me because I am what? Bliss. I am happy. If that was mine, I would have literally lost it 35 minutes ago. Um, Okay. This question reads, what is your advice for dating when doing drag? Coming to terms with my drag persona has made dating very hard. So what advice might you both have for someone who finds it challenging to date while pursuing drag? Rule number one, get you somebody that is not jealous. If they cannot handle that you are an entertainer and that you have to entertain people, and that means entertaining people other than them, that's red flag number one. Said what I said. Rule number two, go ahead and make sure that they understand drag is a nighttime hobby and a nighttime job. So I'm going to be working in the night through the night. Does that look wrong on some pages? Yes. But if you look over here as I am making money and I'm doing this for us in our relationship, then things are good. She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on now. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Um, This is a tough question for me to answer because I was dating my now husband before I even started drag. I guess... For some people, they that could have been something that led to us breaking up or something. So luckily, um, I did have a partner who was also interested in drag and in the queer lifestyle and wanted to pursue like some sort of a drag situation for themselves. That was very helpful. Um, I would say part of this to me, I think, is also you recognizing that it's going to be a challenge to find someone who is fine dating a drag like yeah. it's it's going to be hard for some of the reasons that I think you were talking about Kenna like it's hard because it's in the nighttime it's hard because the spotlight is going to be on you that's the point of this you know to to get some spotlight on you um and also people are very flirtatious people are very flirtatious especially with drag queens or drag right. kings and drag performers like people are very flirty and so, you know, you're going to have to get someone who's, who's not uh, too jealous. And then I also say, like, coming to terms with, or, or what, what was the question? What advice do you have? Just fucking just try. Just put yourself out there. Don't wait for people to come to you. Go to mm-hmm. them. If you want to see if someone wants to talk to you, go talk to them. Mm-hmm. If they're not into it, great. They, then they were not into it and you stop talking to them. So, I don't know. It's, don't listen to me because just, uh, that's, that's it. Bye. I think a big thing for me and what I had to do when it came to like figuring out drag and like how to balance it with my relationship is I started viewing drag more as a career and more as a job. And then people started taking it more seriously and treating it more like a job than as something fun I was doing. Um, I think if you can find a way to explain drag to someone who maybe doesn't know or isn't comfortable yet to them and pitch it like, a job because at the end of the day that's what it is I think they'll take it more seriously and you know some people aren't going to ever see it as a job some people are going to think it's wild and crazy and that's okay not it's not for everybody drag is not for everyone but it is for you and it is for all of us and I can tell you right now you don't need to be with someone that doesn't appreciate your art and doesn't appreciate your talent do what makes you happy over what you think is good in a relationship. You don't need to put a relationship over you. And to this person, I hope you find love. <laughs> It'll come at some point. Yeah, it will come at some point. Don't, don't simp over one dick. 
because bitch there are let, let me just google this shit hold on girl can i free for a second because dang we hitting some marks today i i do feel too that like i i think times are changing um i think drag in general is just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we just walked into Disney Castle. Okay. Uh, I do think drag is becoming, I mean, it's a lot more available to people now. And I think a lot more people are starting to recognize that drag is, uh, you know, a viable career option. It is art. It is a job. And I I do think that more and more people are coming to recognize, I don't know, that dating a drag queen is not as scary or a big of a deal as maybe they used to think that it was. Let me give y'all a really big piece of advice. Okay, so I did some Googling. I did some research. I had the team look it up. And there are 7.8 billion people in the world. Okay? If you are fucked up over one person, then you're just dumb. I'm sorry. You're just dumb. There are 7.8 billion people in the world and you are fucked up over one dick? There is some. Now, come on now. Some. It just, it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, figure that out. Do some math and calculate your odds because the odds are in your favor to find love this is not millionaire matchmaker this is real life speaking of (laughs) speaking of real life we have reached the end of our pod i want to thank you so much canna for coming on and talking to us about stunts and blunts um do you have anything you want to plug before you go well my instagram i do believe it will be young brayden all caps that should be one of them you can also follow me on Instagram at BlissThorns or Canna Bliss, or you can find me on TikTok also at BlissThorns. That's about you it. You heard it here first, folks. She's um she's now British. Thank you for coming and doing this. Annalie, do you have anything you want to say before we go? Actually, yes. Did you know that you can help keep the pod running by becoming a monthly supporter? All you have to do is find our podcast on Anchor and click the support button. You can choose to give us a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99. You know, after all, this is a drag show and we do love our tips. Any and all donations are very much appreciated and it'll help us stay pretty. Not only will you be helping us to provide better content, you can also get a shout out on the podcast. Speaking of shout outs, this week we would like to highlight our pretty supporters. Thank you to Janice, Vicky, Alex, Russ, Matthew, Scott, Chloe, and Juan. If you're feeling extra pretty, make sure to check out our merch. Link is in the bio of this episode. And if you're feeling pretty on a budget, you can also rate the pod on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for free. Remember, if you have questions you'd like us to answer, advice you'd like us to give, or complaints you'd like us to read for filth, send them to the email at the end of the pod. We love you guys so much. Don't be homophobic and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Are We Pretty with Anna Lee and Miami. If you'd like to send in Q&A questions or to contact us, send us an email at areweprettypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow Miami on Instagram at, whoa, it's Miami. And you can follow Anna Lee on Instagram at Anna Lee Dreams. The music featured in the intro and outro is produced by Evans Beats. Thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Stay, Stay pretty. pretty. And buy our merch, bitch. Bye. 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 See you later.